Join Justin Charity and Micah Peters in sound only as they discuss their deepest, darkest thoughts about the millennial lifestyle, rap music, video games, anime, YouTube, social media, and their underlying themes. Check out Sound Only on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman, here today with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello, hello. We needed to bring in a special guest today to talk about this whoa, whoa challenge. So we also have Ben Higgins. Ben, welcome. It's been a minute, buddy. Yeah, it feels good to be the guest that you chose for this week. I don't know why yet, but uh, we'll figure <laughs> That's it out. not true, Ben. You do know why. You know my favorite publicity <laughs> image from your season of The Bachelor. <laughs> Oh, come By the way, on she now. shared that with me. Great thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't know about it, but when Ben was um, The Bachelor, there, one of the promo images that used was of him and JoJo in a waterfall. And um, you can see that Ben's having a good time in this photo. <laughs> and yeah, so... it's, and it's not just bad enough that they like snapped a picture of it. It ended up being the cover photo for the whole season. So every episode that would pop up. <laughs> Literally, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I need to know if they know what they're doing or not. You know? <laughs> I think that's a good... I think they did. Like, there's no way the hundreds of eyes that, that see that don't notice it or recognize it. Like, anybody can see it right away. So, they know what they're doing. They I know guess. what they're doing. You would think, but they also, like, you know, said that Pepsi could cure racism. And hundreds of people approved it before it went on air. So like, you never know, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. All it takes is a points. Pepsi. Yeah. All right. So Callie and I were texting about this WoWo challenge. Katie asked the guys to not whack off for a week. And that's why it's called WoWo week off whacking off, I believe. Um, I... I just thought this was like the craziest thing. I received a lot of text messages about it. 
Um, Callie, what was your like initial reaction when, when this was in the first five minutes of the episode? Yeah. My initial reaction was like, what, why, like, what is the purpose? How are you going to keep track of this? Like, there's just, this is dumb. There's no way to keep track of it. They're all still doing it. Like this, like honesty policy. I'm like, they can't even tell you that they want to be the bachelor. And you think they're going to tell you whether they're whacking off or not in the shower. Like, (laughs) It's just so also is she doing it? Like she never said she was not like she was participating. It was like just for the guys, right? Well, well yeah, that's a great point. I, we don't know about Katie, but you know, all we all we know is that she did initially come with the vibrator when she's on The Bachelor. So that's why like I would thought this was so weird. It's just like this is not the Katie we've been told she is for the last, you know, whatever month. So I, I thought it was super, super strange. Ben, as someone who's been both the bachelor and on the bachelorette, like what what would like where did this come from like we just need you to explain like how they would think of this why they would do it and then like i want to talk about some of the practical implications of what it's like to be a man on the bachelorette but like let's start with like how do you think yeah. this came <laughs> how do no, you we think can this... talk about that <laughs> how did this come together <laughs> oh you know this is I have more questions coming from this than anything else I've seen because one, we have to understand Katie had all ability. If this was a writer producer's idea, she could have said no to it. Like, Hey, I don't think it's a good idea. So she obviously said, yes, she thought this was humorous at some level or she thought this was going to work at some level. Uh, there was no explanation to why I don't know what the point was other than just like making a one, a situation worse. I found it really awkward. So outside of anything else, like, I don't know a demographic. Like, I don't know one group of people watching this show that would have watched that and found it, like, really hysterically funny. Like, I think it was supposed to be really funny or, like, but it would just end up being, like, really cringy. And then in my mind, like, as they kept talking about, all I kept doing was imagining them. do it. So, like, then that got weird for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was just, like, what is the point of this? I, I, it mm-hmm. was it was really confusing. Someone tweeted at me, maybe at us, Callie, that it was kind of like a ripoff of Too Hot to Handle. And like maybe they were trying to, to go for that. Oh, yeah. But in Too Hot to Handle, you're constantly tempted. Like you're all living together. So it's not just like you're alone. And you need like some, you know, you need to jerk off. It's not also, the same. It's a different show. It's like yeah. not the same thing. Um, I told Juliet, I was like, unless Katie like walked in on a circle jerk, like, I just don't know where this idea (laughs) came up. Like where, why did this come up in anyone's head? Why did she say yes to it? I'm like, we get the sex positiveness. And I'm like, maybe it was like the first episode where they didn't use that word. And they were like, uh Oh, we got to throw something sexual because it's Katie into the episode. Okay. Because I'm, and you two can explain this to me. Is this like sex positive? Is it not sex positive? Like, what what category does this fall into? Because I'm confused there. I think it's not sex positive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I would say it's like you shouldn't suppress any of your like. Uh, isn't sex positivity being like embracing your sexuality? Yeah. Like, I think it's weird. It's kind of against everything that she's said that she stands for. <laughs> also, what is the point? Like, why would she want them to hold out? I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you think the testosterone levels are like high enough? Like, let's not let them whack off. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> and also, then she was offended when I think Andrew or someone was like, It'll, it won't be hard. It's fine. I, yeah. I that was a weird moment. 
Also, the the Mike T was like, "This is easy for me. <laughs> I've never had sex before." But I'm like, "Yeah, but you definitely jerked off before." So like, that's not the same thing. You probably jerk off more than everybody. I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, that was that's funny. Yeah, I did. I did catch that. That it that was a weird comment. And here's the thing: on this show, if it was just mentioned, like if it's just dropped and like a funny joke okay it plays like it's kind of funny people be like i don't know what the problem was the first what like it felt like 10 to 15 minutes of this episode was around this like yeah, this it was, was like, the focal point of the episode yeah this was a storyline that that threaded its way through the entire episode so this was supposed to be a big joke or like a big thing and we just never got a conclusion to what it and what it even meant or what it meant to katie or why it was chosen to be, to be done if she had some really strong value on like, I want you to show me this because I want to see that you will hold out for me, whatever that is. But we didn't even get that. It was just I like, I want you to stop. <laughs> and all the guys are like, whoa, <laughs> like you don't understand how hard it is to even be here in general. I am. Um, I'm like a little hesitant to ask this because I don't know how much I want to know. But like, what is it like <laughs> as the bachelor, like when you're on The Bachelorette? <laughs> like, mm. like is I mean, I don't, I don't understand being a man, so I just, I have so many questions, but like, I guess another thing that I was wondering is like from the producers is like, is this such a big part of the culture in the house that they thought it would be like Mm. a relevant storyline? Like, what's it like, not as the bachelor, but as the bachelorette? Yeah. Let me tell you a couple of stories. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, well, first thing is like on the bachelorette, we live in that mansion in Los Angeles and there's probably only like four there's three or four bathrooms, but really only two that the men use. And I remember this and anybody can showers attest- are there. Sorry. Uh, there's like maybe three full showers that you okay. can like shower. In. But and at so it's one- like 20 plus guys using. Two yeah, bathrooms. you have 20 plus guys. So at one point we did have the maintenance guy come in and say, hey, you guys need to stop going <laughs> and like whacking off in the shower. Like you're you're clogging the drains. Like not so, so disgusting. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a lie. That um, is filthy. Okay. And I, I believe I most of the guys. I wish you could see Callie's face right now. <laughs> most I'm of the like guys can attest to So three showers for 20 people, like that already got me to the edge. <laughs> Saying that it was clogged of mm-hmm. cum is disgusting. Oh, yeah. So disgusting. In, in fact, in co- like it reminds me of college because in our dorm room there was the signs. I don't know if you guys had this, but in, um, we had a coed shower, like coed showers, um, and there was a sign that said, "Please, like, use your personal space for your personal space." <laughs> These showers, like the it's sensitive, like the plumbing. <laughs> oh and God. I did very- not have coed showers in college. Okay, well, uh, well, not they're like individuals. They we weren't like sure. All no, I understand. Coed bathroom. Yeah, okay. yeah. Anyways, uh, in the mansion, it was a problem and it was talked about. Like this was actually a serious conversation that we had to have at some point. Like, hey, you guys need to be more careful. Um, as the bachelor, uh, it's a little bit different in the sense that like you're you're kissing all the time. Yeah. You're like Does that get boring? Oh, uh I mean it just gets weird after a while. Like mm-hmm. at some point you kind of it loses its luster. Um yeah. And then here's what happened with me. And, and I, I think we've talked about this before, Juliet, but uh, I am an introvert and I need my time away. Like I need my time alone or I, I really do start getting anxious. Like I, my personality changes drastically and I, and they knew this about me. And so about halfway through when I like was holding up pretty strong, I thought they start having a, a young man literally 
follow me around. So like if I'm in the shower, he's sitting right outside of the bathroom with his back turned to me, like until I'm out. And then if I'm going to the bathroom, same thing. If I'm sleeping, Why? they would get two twenty. I think to exhaust me a little, I, I, I don't know why, but I think they oh. just tried to tire me out a bit, like okay. try to make me go a little bit more like, like more crazy. Yeah. More crazy. I think that was it. And it really worked. But <laughs> if you need any private time, if you need any space for anything, I didn't have it. And so you start to go crazy or you just give up and you're like, Hey, Hey, you're the one agreeing to do this. Like, you've you've got to sit in hand and bear it like i i'm sorry but this is three months long you're gonna you're gonna get to know me better than you want to Callie is so horrified right now i mean yeah this is there's just so many so many things that i like i couldn't i would quit like good on you for not quitting one um two when you were sleeping you had your own room no no so at the end of it we shared I think the last two weeks, which is like maybe 10 days, I had my own room. But as the bachelor, as the bachelor, they started to have like two, like a room with like a roommate, like a shared room. Oh, my God. Like who was literally just to drive you crazy. Who was your roommate? His name was uh, I don't want to drop his name. He was he was a he was a handler. He was my like like assistant producer. So could you be like, no, thank you. I don't think so. No. And I mean, he started to not like it. Like he's a good dude. And he even started to feel uncomfortable because he knew like how hard it was to have him around all the time. He doesn't want to be a dude that annoys another guy for two months. And so at our stops, he would always be there every turn, every corner. I never was alone. Uh, and I never had a moment of like silence. Like somebody was always in your ear. And after too long, that like really starts to like get to you. I would, I would jump off a bridge. I would not be able to handle that. That's insane. That's so crazy, Ben. We never did talk about that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Also, so I, I wonder if they do this every season to everyone. Cause like that's gonna start even an extrovert, it's going to drive someone crazy. No yeah. one wants someone around. I also would love to have him on the show to know what his direction was. Yeah, like mm. what's he told to do? He's probably can't yeah. say with an yeah. NDA. Yeah, and and probably. luckily he, you know, he's a nice guy. We got along, but then you do. I mean, so like let's go back to like this episode. So say like you are there for three months and say you do have personal needs at some point, like when you don't have privacy and he wasn't like watching me shower, like I'm not going to say that, but he was right there. Like, I mean, 10 foot away, like you can see the back of his head, you know, texting on his phone or whatever. Like you couldn't close the door. I probably could. I mean, I think I did. But like, even then he's sitting outside the door. Like he never left. I'm telling you, like he never left my side. Like it was. I'm like losing it. Like this is making me have goosebumps. Just like even hearing about this. Like I don't want my husband around me that much. (laughs) Yeah. I can't imagine this. This is torture. Yeah, it is. It's like psychological warfare. You don't have a lot of time. And and then, uh, yeah, you kind of like throw up the white flag and say, I mean, at least for me, it was like, where I'm just going to do whatever it is I need to do whenever I need to do it. And like, if you're going to like be there, you're going to be there. And like, that's wow. going to be, that's going to be a thing. And because you start to just lose your, like you lose yourself, you're exhausted. They and tired. never had a bachelor or bachelorette with IBS. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is shocking. I did not know that. No wonder why, like, also you get so dependent on the people around you as the lead because you're just never alone. That's nuts. Yeah, Sounds I really, mean, they become really your rough. family, friends, confidants, everything. That's nuts. Okay. I have, a, I have a question. 
Um, do you get used to multiple people just like watching you make out all day? Yeah. Oh, it's way, it, it happens way faster than you think. Like the, maybe the first couple of days it feels a little weird and you recognize they're around and then, then you, yeah, you don't even realize it. It actually feels odder. The weirdest thing is when you get off the show and within an hour after the last episode is done, like the filming stops, everybody's gone. Like they're either on their flights back home to their families or they're out at like a rap party. Like you're alone. And that's the weirdest time is when you are finally alone and it's quiet and not any, nobody's watching you and nobody's commenting on you. That's when it's the weirdest. But yeah, you get really used to it. Maybe that's why people like keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you mm, don't get used, you like you can't be alone. You need the like, companionship, the attention. It just becomes like a whole like warped world. It becomes it becomes like your world. It's weird. Ben, how long did it take you to like kind of shake the feeling of needing that kind of like people around you? I don't know what year are we on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I still have issues, guys. Um, I I mean I think I think for me I went back to Denver, which was important, and I kind of locked myself away in the house for a couple weeks. I remember having some like moments of just like anxiousness because there wasn't anybody around or it's not as exciting or it's not moving so quickly. And when you like go back home and you mow your lawn after a week before that being in Jamaica on a private plane and flying in a helicopter, <laughs> like life feels weird fast, but I think I missed the more like slow pace of life. And so I think I was excited to just get back to being alone. I think I was tired. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. Can we go back to your experience on the bachelorette? So after you guys yeah. are told to do better with the showers, like mm -hmm. what happens? Like do do people listen to that? Like, what are you supposed mm. to do? Also, they're like puddles in the shower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like was the water backed up and you didn't know why the water was backed up. And then they come in and tell you that. And you're like, Oh, cool. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't know what, peop, what people decided to do at that point. But here's how it became an issue. It, the one sh There's one shower outside of the one bunk room. It's the smallest bathroom, but it was our bathroom. So there's like five of us that shared it. And, you know, you would get back from a date and you'd be super muddy. Like maybe you did like the mud wrestling thing or maybe you uh -huh. did like whatever. And so you jump in and you'd shower off and then you'd have five guys showering off. And then the drain would have like all the leaves and the dirt and like extra shampoo that was like suds up, like clogging it up. And so like it would just this build on top of it. And then like, I don't know what, you know, you have a bunch of dudes showering in a shower. So then there's like hair and then there's like random Ugh. toilet paper that people like have that they've <laughs> decided to throw. So by the time like Sick. a couple weeks goes on, the drain just gets like, it. I mean, it, it just, it's like a fraternity drain. Like it just, I mean, a fraternity house has the same problem. And I think a part of the like glue that kept this glob together was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Human just so disgusting. I feel, oh, I, feel I feel bad that I've taken us down this path, but. I tried to do that without like making it too gross. Yeah. We learned a lot. We're learning okay. a lot. I, I, I appreciate it. So I feel like um, the hotel situation must be great because they only have like one roommate. Uh, yeah. They have more like you have like your win. own bathroom. Like that seems so much better than being in like the mansion. That's like fake. Nice. It's basically like, but totally then that, ripped out. that again leads us to then why is this even a thing in a know. hotel? I don't know. I do you think the hotel staff was like, Hey, <laughs> like, <laughs> Ben, do you think this came from Katie or do you think it came from production? Uh, production. I mean, I think it was, a, 
I never have a moment, and, I, and I've always stuck to this because I don't, I don't understand when people blame the show for too much because I never had a moment where I felt like a decision was made for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like there was always some type of give and take and some type of conversation. And if, like, if I didn't want to do a date, for example, um, there was a date in Las Vegas that was planned that was like uh, a strip tease date that like the women and I were going to go on. And I was like, I don't really feel good about this. Like, I don't want to do this. And I don't think I'll be comfortable at it at all. Um, and that was just my person. They said, okay, yeah. good. You're good. Um, we'll, we'll switch it up. So it was, I, I don't think the idea came from Katie. I'm sure she knew about it, talked about it and said, okay, I, I like this for whatever reason she said she was liking it for. I think she probably had some insight into it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I just I bizarre bizarre I I feel like I, something I, had to have happened off screen that was like funny yeah. and that's where she was like oh yeah let's do this because it'll be funny because like the guys were like kind of laughing about it a little bit and they brought it up over and over again <laughs> they might have been told to do that though like yeah. sometimes they did they do tell you to like say stuff mm-hmm. right Ben. that's true yeah or like there's a question posed I'm I'm also wondering, Ben, like you said, you never felt like you didn't have control, but do you feel like you were, I mean, obviously your mental capacity was probably at like the lowest point ever with someone following you around, um, on top of everything else happening. Um, like I have to imagine that their persuasiveness during that time was like nuts. Oh, definitely. I mean, they're like, they're the only people you have around you at some point in time, they're the only people you can trust and not trust. And so, yeah, they have, they do have a lot of persuasiveness and they're all very smart. And so they, they can sell any idea to you pretty quickly. So I'm not saying that there was not ideas proposed. I just, I always, I felt like had the ability to say, I don't want to do it like that. Like, can we come up with a different idea that maybe meets us in the middle? But after a while, all you're trying to do is like make it through it. And so you just want to throw your hands up in the air and be like, do whatever you need to do. I just want to get, I just want to go home. Like I'm tired. I'm done here. Oh my God. What an arduous journey. I can't, that sounds really intense. Um, Let's move on. I wanted to hit a couple other things. Number one, I mean, we can keep talking about this, but I feel like we've exhausted it. And I, I have, I've learned a lot that I need to process. Was was the shower explanation too much? Did I, did I, did I give you too much? Like, was that too gross? I felt like no. I tried to. Okay, it wasn't too gross. I mean, it also, I it was borderline for me, but I'm happy, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to know more. But I, I, I'm. Good. I asked. I mean, we, that's, what, that's why we asked you to come here today. I was just like, I was just so confused. It's just so confusing. And I was like, and mm. I, you know, you just had all of the touch points as being a guy, having been on both sides of the show. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, guys. I want to talk about Justin, who okay. had a, a big episode but then also had a little bit of controversy this week. And I thought it'd be, should be good to kind of talk about also how he responded to it. So first of all, Justin finally got a one-on-one. Um, Amelia, my coworker and I were saying on Monday, we felt like we didn't really learn a lot about him. Um, but he seems like he's fun, but Callie, I know you really liked him. Like what, why were you so excited about him? I just thought his one-on-one, first of all, it's like bizarre first date. Let's do proposals or like, write each other's vows. Like, I can't imagine that being my first date, let alone like my 175th date. Like I still, I'd never want to do that date. Um, but 
Um, the wedding photos have to go. She's like, we don't want yeah, any more of that. It's just, it's just weird really, really early on. Yeah. Um, or it's always early on cause it's only three months. Um, but I just think he's like, we talked about him being a good hang. Like, I feel like I could be friends with him. He almost seems too normal for the show. Uh, no offense, Ben. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I like loved him after watching the episode and I was just like, that's someone like, I feel like that's the type of guy that I would pick to marry out of the bunch. Um, his controversy, I am, a. My brothers would say that I'm like a huge cancel culture person, like mm, canceled, not buying that anymore, not doing that anymore. But I think as it's gotten, I think it's gotten to a point where it's just like, you know, people say dumb stuff when yeah. they're 14 or, you know, and I didn't see the actual tweets. He just talked about them. I but, haven't seen them either. And, you know, I didn't go looking for them, but I, I'm sorry. I, didn't either. I sorry to interrupt you. Keep, keep going. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go looking for them either. I thought his response was great. Like he was very much so like taking ownership of them. He like said that they're hurtful then, they're hurtful now. He didn't have an excuse for it. Uh, he's just saying that he's grown. And I, I, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have a Twitter at 14. Oh my God, me too. Mm-hmm. I Periodically, I go back through my old tweets and I'm just like, was all of this okay? Even making fun of people, like even just like making fun of like celebrities, like thinking that you're like, you have like the agency just like say that. I mean, and a lot of podcasting is like is making fun of people, especially when it comes to reality TV, but it's different when they signed up for being on the bachelor, obviously. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think also like, yeah, ki- you know, kids are also just mean, like they, they, they're subject to like group think because as he said, his underdeveloped brain, like I don't know. But one thing I've just been thinking about is like, I didn't go looking for the tweets. I feel like predisposed to like Justin. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm being not nearly as hard on him as Rachel yeah. Kirk, Kirk And like, obviously her situation is a little bit different. Like she didn't, she didn't say something right away. Like months, months went by months went by. She was like participating in like a, a, a racist tradition basically. So it's like kind of different, but I, I do, I do feel like I personally am treating these like really differently. I'm like, why am I being so much easier on Justin than I was on Rachel? Yeah. I also feel like his comments were like a little bit different than what Rachel participated in or like things that she did multiple times, even though she was also young ish, it wasn't that long ago. It was like yeah. four years ago, three years ago for her. Um, the other thing is, I think it's interesting that Justin came out right away, quotes, like it's like a conversation with him. It wasn't a statement that was written. And I I, I mean, I think that the way he took accountability was just different than how Rachel did. And I don't yeah. think that his comments were as severe, which probably makes it easier for her, for him to, to come out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, at 14, I just think it's nuts to think that that I think he was se- he was seventeen. Not that's so different, but he was oh. a little older. Oh, I thought it said fourteen in the article. Um, um, might have been actually fourteen. I thought it was like ten years ago when he was a teenager, and he's currently twenty-seven. But anyway, he, you know, you're right. It was fourteen. You're right. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say at fourteen, I'm like, I, I mean, you're in eighth grade and fourteen at fourteen. <laughs> like, that's yeah. really really young. Really I think young. That you have to hope people change. I mean, like even seeing Matt and Rachel together now, it's like, well if they're happy, I hope that means they work through some stuff and she's learning and she's changing. She's still really young. I mean, you can't just banish people forever and like not get them a second chance. Yeah. 
I, I think. I mean, some, it, I guess it's also it varies case to case, but I don't know. Ben, what's it been like for you to watch play out since, you know, you know many more of the people behind the scenes? I, w- I would agree with you guys. I really am glad that I did not have a Twitter in middle school because there were <laughs> things that I said, thought, felt like that were so not true. Like you just don't have any like truth to life on probably every subject. Like even being mad at my parents for stupid stuff. Like, you know, like you would I would have tweeted out that I was mad at them for something stupid. And like today I would have seen that and be so sad because they've been great to me. Like, um, and Ben loves it, his parents. That's like one way Ben and I connect. We both really yeah, love our parents. <laughs> we do. But like even bowling, you know, you know, bowling or I was traveling, playing AU basketball and the stuff that like we would do and say in a hotel room when we're teenage kids without like family or parents around would be terrible. Like yeah. we were just yeah. ruckus all the time. And so I think that part has to be taken into consideration. I also think um, when it comes to like recently, just all of these like contestants, I'm I'm wondering how much of us have this bias, like where at this point in our life, we're really needing to ask, like and how healthy it is that we're asking ourselves a question, like what is it in my life that I feel so strongly about that I've hurt people in the process of that now I need to bring to light and to like learn about and understand why I have so much hate. Like it feels like there's so many people just on the show, but I'm imagining this is just a microcosm of it that have these tweets in the back, like in the past of their life. And like, that is a little disturbing that like so many people have felt so much hate about certain things. I think that there's a lot of people in the world or let's say specifically the United States, but also the world, but specifically the United States um, that have these tweets. And I think that we're at the age now where those people had Twitters and Instagrams when they were younger. So a lot of them are coming to light. Like I'm sure like our parents age, like imagine if they had Twitter. I mean, there would be yeah. a lot of CEOs that aren't in the positions they're in anymore. Yeah, seriously. They, they would be canceled in a, uh, in a, yep. in, in a heartbeat. Uh, I also was thinking about like at 14, you're also just saying what the people around you are saying or what your right. parents have said. Mm-hmm. Like you haven't gone out into the world and experienced different cultures and different people and had like, there's so many people I'm sure that have grown up. Uh, like I think about this all the time. I am super happy that my parents are extremely liberal, but like I have friends whose parents were not. And one of my best friends was like, on the opposite side of it for most of her life. And then she went to college and was like, wait, what? Like, why do you think <laughs> I know this? You learned, and like, you, yeah, you learned. Yeah. So I'm like, you don't know that at 14. You're, you're, you're basically like whatever your parents, and I'm not saying that Rachel or Justin's parents, I don't know their parents. I'm just saying that I think that it's hard to judge someone who hasn't really like experienced the world and come to their own conclusions. Yeah. And like, and like life on their own. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good point. Also, Justin's a little bit older than Rachel. So he has had a little bit more time, like as an adult in the world yeah. to, to like experience some of that, but he seems, I mean, and, and I think he does seem like pretty, pretty genuine. He seems like pretty, his facial expressions obviously have gotten a lot of attention, but like as a result, he does seem kind of like normal. Cause he just reacts. Like he's not like constantly trying to, um, be this like, person. Yeah. Or like game something out. Like we're seeing with some of the other guys. I, I think that's like why someone like Greg and then obviously Hunter like feel different than someone like Justin. They just feel so much more calculated. He just seems like he's like along for the ride. Yeah. I don't think he knows exactly. Like, I feel like he just like came on the show and was like, all right. Yeah. Like people just are themselves and they either win or they lose. And it's like, that's not, I mean, 
a lot of people, that's not what happens. Yeah. I also like him because he doesn't have perfect teeth. I always like really attractive <laughs> people who don't have perfect teeth. I'm like, this is great. Just, you know, he doesn't have to, don't all have to be like models of dentistry. And I'm just like, I like that about him. I'm looking at his teeth not, right like, now. Too bad. Sure. I um. I also look like, pretty good. I don't, yeah, but there's not there's not perfect. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I don't know. They're not veneers. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I mean, he's a really handsome guy. That's undeniable. Um, were there, I thought Katie's vows were really good. I, like again, the date's really awkward. But I'm just sort of like, don't waste these great vows on someone you don't know. Because I'm just like, wow, she's a really gifted writer. I guess. Here's the here's the thing. I, re- I so I'm a I actually really like Katie a lot, and I think she's. Have you met her, Ben? Uh, I haven't, but um, recently she sent me a message and was just like, hey, uh, you know, if you ever need anything. And I said the same thing back to her. Like she's I, I've enjoyed watching the show. I think she uh, is kind of a Caitlin Bristow-esque bachelorette in the sense that like she's going to be fairly unfiltered. She's going to allow these dudes to have a good time. Uh, I do like Katie, but I thought this episode was one of the consistently most thin and not because of her but like most cringe-worthy episodes I've ever seen. Because we start <laughs> with the first conversation that thread through about the dudes needing to not whack off. And then we have this wedding date that like wasn't a group date. It was a very like yeah. intimate moment between two people mm-hmm. that, and maybe it becomes, comes from like my, like a little bit of my traditional values in the sense of what marriage is and what it can be. But it's like, that's a, no matter what, that's a very special day that that I believe for me I don't like I will hold sacred. Um, and so, so to see somebody walk down the aisle in a white dress and to share your vows with them, it just felt like kind of heavy. I don't know, yeah. like kind of like oddly yeah. heavy and not really enjoyable for me. Like it had it, I don't know what it did other than just make a situation uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess you're right. Usually they're group dates. So there's like a little yeah. element of like it being funny because everyone's watching it and you know it's a little bit different. The one-on-one definitely makes it more intimate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It it also it just seems like the kind of thing you don't want to waste. I don't know. I'm just like, don't you want to save this for when you're actually getting married? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was strange. I think it's a little strange because like we hadn't seen her and Justin's connection really at all. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, this isn't the guy that I would choose for this. He ended up doing great. They both did great. Like I think for what it was, they did an awesome job. I wouldn't have wanted to do it, but they both were capable but I was just like it's weird they picked Justin for this date I know I was surprised too because when Zach and Tasha did it you're like oh these two are really into each other like it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah but this is it felt like way more random but I this season just has a really weird like cadence and energy to it like I I don't it's just is like the pacing is is different than usual I, it's just a weird weird season I I'm we gotta get I also back. feel like we got to what's it at? is it like final six now or eight I think it's like eight. Yeah, we got here like all really, really fast. Really fast. Like, yeah. it, was like, it was like cut down day this week. It was just really weird. Which speaking mm-hmm. of cut down day, this is the first time we actually saw some exits. I know. And I loved it. I, I like the I like I like the exits. I forgot that I really enjoy seeing people upset. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what a sad time. Good to have yeah. that back. I couldn't believe Aaron was gone. I could believe it. But I was like, damn, I'm going to miss that guy. I can't believe that Hunter was gone. Like she just continually does what everyone wants her to do, which never happens. I know it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird that they just sort of like rallied against him that, or like as like the third person. Ben, I, what do you, what do you think about that? Oh, sorry, Callie, go ahead. I wanted to, Ben, you can answer this question too. Like 
after his exit, I was like, is he actually a bad guy or is this just mm. a horrible edit? I don't think he is. Apparently he has Tourette's, which I feel like is important to note. Yeah. So like, I think he's a way more complicated person than they made it seem. Like between his sobriety and Tourette's and, you know, being a father, I feel like he's lived a lot of life and like they kind of try to like boil him down to being a villain. And like, yeah. his exit interview was like, he was like, I think she made the wrong decision, but, you know, I want her to be happy. And I was just like, that's just not someone who they're making Hunter out to be wouldn't have that exit interview. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was weird. Ben, what you, what have you thought about the guys kind of like teaming up, but to get rid of people? So yeah, weird. I, I mean, so when it comes to Hunter, too, you have a lot of fans that come on the show that are on the show and they talk about it all the time. Like I remember Tanner Tolbert who had a, an incredible edit, who people loved, was a huge fan of the show. In fact, most of our time together in group, we're like, okay, Tanner, what happens next week? Like, do we start traveling next <laughs> week? Like, how many gets cut down here? And he's like, okay, well, here's how I know who's the favorites. Like, he would walk us through that. That is pretty much what Hunter was doing. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, maybe with a little bit more ego involved. Like, he was like, yeah, I'm a top part of the top four. I don't think Tanner would have ever said that. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't make him a terrible dude. It is interesting this season how there has been this mentality of like, okay, we're all going to gang up on one person. And then every time that person has been let go, yeah, like, it's worked mm -hmm. every time. And for good or bad, I mean, maybe Katie is trusting the men in the house to like kind of communicate for her or with her. But that never has happened, at least what I can remember before, where this has happened, what, three times where everybody in the house says, that's the guy this week. We're going to get him out. And then it works. So then it kind of like validates it. And I think at this point we're probably done with it. I can't imagine it's it still happening. Yeah. yeah, but because yeah. she, I've never seen. She it. likes these guys now, except for yeah. Brandon, who like we don't don't know why he got to stay. <laughs> uh, that's Super the only weird. one, only one that I was like, huh? I like, well, how have we heard you speak? Yeah. yeah. Um, which also makes me like Andrew S has just stayed out of it all. Like he will not awesome. get into the drama. Like even when Hunter was like, there's some guys with here that can vouch for me. And he was, she was like, is there any guys? And Andrew S like raised his hand. Like, he's like, I'm not, if I win, I'm not winning this way. Like yeah. I want to win because she likes me the most. I'm not getting involved in all this BS. He okay. has to be really confident, right? Like not just like in his connection with Katie, but like in life. Cause I feel like that's sort of like the power way of, of approaching the show. And it's a great strategy. It would make him a really good bachelor. Like it, it would just be great oh, for true. him for him to just sort of be like, I'm doing me and like, I'm going to pursue who I want. I, I think that would be awesome. Mm. Ben, who's I your like favorite him. so far? Like, who do you I, like most? I'm, I'm a big Andrew fan. I, I have been since the beginning. I also really like Michael A. Um, yeah. they're, they're the runaway favorites, right? Like, how yeah. you, no one else is on that level. They're both so great. Well, I, I watch him and I, and, and I just feel like, yeah, they would be guys I could be friends with that I'd have a good time with. And that I would want to set like I want to see set up with somebody like I don't think their intentions are like at all anything more than like, hey, we're here to have a good time. We'll see if this works out. But along the way, we're going to treat everybody as the best we can, which is how you want to approach life. So I I really just liked watching those two and hearing their stories. And I think they both have a lot more story to tell. And so as a result, like I want to see more of them. And that's why they're my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. It's a hard balance of how much you get out of the lead and how much you get out of the contestants. Mm. Um, we got to talk about cat guy going home. Callie, how'd you feel? I'm happy about it. Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> Connor cat guy. Good luck to him. I, 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 he seems like a really nice guy, but like I, my like, you know, 
I, my free time, I don't want to sit on a couch and listen to someone play the ukulele. So like, (laughs) he's just like, not for me, but he seems like very good guy, very confident with his chest. And like, (laughs) I hope him the best. I just, I didn't see it there. So I'm, I'm happy she sent him home. Cause I feel like that was one that she's like, I like you as a person, but like, it's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like he was the wrong person for that date for the, like the, the double date game night, which by the way is a great concept. It's just like, let's get some real friends in there. Like not fake friends. Um, it would be great if like Katie's best friend and her boyfriend or husband came, but I just feel like for that date, you want to bring the person who's like the most fun to be around that you're also really attracted to and like playhouse. Cause I, and I feel like you don't want the like guy that you know is fun, but you aren't into it. I feel like that doesn't like lead to the fantasy. So I just feel like he was miscast for that date, but maybe yeah. that's why he ended up going home. Like Blake and Andrew S would thrive in that yes, setting. Totally. Totally. I wonder, I wonder if Katie knew he was going home. Like he had a long way to go to stay. And this was just a good opportunity to send him home. Like right, a one-on-one. Yeah. This is going to be the, the, you know, I'd rather do this. Ed- I remember there was moments where you're like, okay, this person's an awesome person. I enjoy them. I would rather send them home at a one-on-one than I would uh, the rose ceremony because at least here we get to like talk it out. Right. And they can like, you can let them know like why, yeah. what, what the thinking is and more personal. Yeah. I don't know if you can answer this, Ben, but were there girls on your season when you were the bachelor where you kept them around? Cause you were just like, fuck, I really can't imagine sending them home. Cause I just feel so bad. I don't want to hurt them. But then mm. it obviously ended up being worse because you kept them around longer, but you like dreaded sending them home. Yeah. I mean, yes, I would say, but there really wasn't a moment where I really wanted to send somebody home. It's just, it's still breaking Uh, up with somebody. And so I think every one of them is kind of like, oh gosh, this is sucks. Like, I know she's going to be sad. I know this is kind of going to be weird, especially early on when you're like, they're just going to go home and not not really get anything from this. Like they're going home on like week two and they just have to like show up to the families like, and be like, sorry, I didn't make it very far. And then the only other one (laughs) um, that stood out to me that was the hardest one and it really in general was uh, Amanda Stanton because she had kids. And so I went oh, on yeah. to her hometown, not really knowing I was going to like meet her kids. And then we did, and we had a great day together, but then I sent her home that week because I just knew that we couldn't go any farther. And I like, I was sick. Like, how am I supposed to send a mom? Like she's going to be so upset. I just met her kids like yeah. two days ago. Sucks like that's kids. Yeah, it's going to be odd. And so, but I don't know if they were ever fun. I think the breakups just are awkward. Yeah, that's rough. That is yeah. rough. I think Amanda's doing fine, though. Don't worry. I think she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she survived. Yeah. She survived. I just can't believe that we're like, all of a sudden we're down to so few guys. But yeah, next week is week seven. And then I think after that is hometowns. It's like really, it's coming up fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh- Another uh, person I thought that may have gotten a bad edit and we had talked about him. He annoyed both of us was Trey. Yeah. But like his exit was phenomenal. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, what a nice guy. Like that is the perfect way to exit the show. Like he's like, I'm sad, but she didn't feel it. And I want her to do what she feels. So this was the best thing for her. I know. I was just like, what? Why didn't you act like this the whole time? (laughs) Well, he may have. We just didn't get to see it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm glad he'll be in paradise. Yeah, I'm glad he'll be in paradise for that reason, because I feel like we'll get to see more of who he actually is. But the moral of the story is don't waste your time talking shit about the other guys. Look how much we love Andrew S. That's just it. Just try. Find find a better way to use your time. And it would have been a lot better. He just too consistently got wrapped up in like 
that like, hey, we're going to pick this person and go after him. Like he was too much there for too long. And that's why I was like, ah, seems like a nice dude. I still probably think he is. He just liked that part for whatever reason way too much. I think that's like how he got time. Yes, it is. It is. And he also like for these guys, they saw Katie do that. And then they got to be, and then she got to be the bachelorette and she just was like on the show a lot. So it's like, it's a strategy. It's out there. That's true. So that's true. Oh, wait, we can't not talk about Blake. Uh, We'll talk about Blake. Let's let Ben go. We don't need Ben to talk about Blake. Ben, thank you Mm. so much for joining (laughs) us. You really taught us so much. Oh, boy. Um, Check out more Ben on his two podcasts, Hope Still Wins, and on Almost Famous with Ashley, I, and Ben. Is that that what it's called? Ashley and Ben? Are you guys... No, it's just Almost Famous. I think you guys are famous enough now to have dropped your initials, you know? Like, she was Ashley, I, and you were Ben H, but now you're just Ashley and Ben. We're very much almost. Like, we're not close. But, (laughs) hey, um, great to to be with you, too. Um, I'm glad I taught you some things. Thank you so much. I'll (laughs) always be here to be a resident expert. Yeah, thanks. All right, see y'all. Bye, Ben. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Okay, let's talk about Blake. Um, yeah, we cannot not talk about Blake. I mean, he <laughs> is just coming he had a really, with the heat he had a really every good episode. He definitely uh, seems like the most fun person. There's no doubt about that. So fun. So cute. He's easily the most comfortable, which makes sense because he's been, I mean, I, I say he's been on two shows. Like it's not fair to say he's been on three. He didn't sign up for three. He signed up for two. Yes. Um, he's been on two shows. He gets it. I mean, he is just doing all the right things right now. He just seems like the most fun at this point. Like I, I'm not even sure. Like I'm like, I mean, you know, I'm not sure I really would want to spend time with Blake, but if I were Katie, it seems like it's the easiest to spend time with him. And that must be a huge relief. Cause like, it's such a stressful situation. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, it seems like they have like a different, it seems like they're almost like not on the show. Yeah. You know and also, I mean? yeah, totally. Yeah. And also 
that was the actually the only entertaining part of the whoa whoa challenge is when she was talking to him because he was so funny <laughs> so funny about it and like so forward you actually was like this is kind of cute i guess in a no. weird way his personality is cute i think it makes him it's like i don't think i would be a, and i think he's a good looking guy but like i don't think i would be attracted to him if i saw him walking down the street but like his personality makes me think he's cute yeah, he's a, he's like a, he's goofy and he's clearly nice. Like that's like one of the main things. He's like clearly like a nice guy and does seem very interested in her. I don't know. You're mm-hmm. you're talking me into Blake. I just like I wasn't there. I feel like without you, I might not, I might be harsher on him. But you you do point out he's a good guy. And also he's the other guys seem to have taken to him actually really quick. Yeah, he's like in the crew. Yeah, which so, usually does not happen for the late ad. No. Although it just reminds us that he probably didn't come in that late and they just made it seem that way. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with the, <laughs> the editing snafu. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they're, um, they're just really into him. Like, everyone likes Blake, I guess. I, I'm happy for him. Whatever whatever the outcome feels like he's taken a big step forward with his public persona since being on Tasha season. So that's good. Um, yeah. Also, it's so weird because I think Blake probably has the best connection with her from what we've seen. And like, still, my mind is 100% made up that Greg wins. She seems really into Greg. Greg is like, such, oh my God. I, I he don't just get is, it. Week after week, I'm just like, why Greg? But he seems fine, I guess. Yeah, Blake he seems, seems fine. Like fun. But like, fine is not who I want to marry. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, he seems fine. I don't have anything like, you know, there's no like crazy red flags or anything at all. He seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, but like when they're like, who's the best kiss? Like everything's just like Greg, Greg. And then like when she's talking to Tasha and Caitlin, she talked about Greg. And I'm like, okay, she clearly is super into Greg, but I just like don't see it I at know. all. He doesn't seem fun, but maybe we're just not seeing it on camera. Maybe it doesn't play to the camera. In some ways, he kind of reminds me of Lauren, who Ben chose, where like JoJo oh. seemed like way more fun and flirty than Lauren, like similar to like Blake and Greg. But you know. He went with, he went with Lauren. So who knows? I guess she'll go with Greg too. I we'll find out, but also Greg is just getting a little bit too roped into the drama. Like, I feel like he's losing his bearings a little bit, like with the way he, his stupid speech at the, um, drag date, which by the way, I didn't, I didn't know, but Amelia explained to me that like, basically that's like a very common date on, or a common challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race where like they like have to like, oh. insult each other. And they didn't explain that at all. So I was like, what is this weird date? Well, but that's, they, they that's also why. didn't insult each other. It wasn't good. I know. I know. Like, I, know. Have, I know it like, I, I obviously, or I don't know if this is obvious, but I think most people know what tea and shade is. Yeah. I was like super excited to hear what they have to say about each other. And then like, it was horrible. And I was I just know. like, this is, and then it just like, randomly became like a few things about hunter but it wasn't like tea or or it wasn't like shade it was like straight up like well i heard you say that you didn't love her like that's not what this was the only person that said anything that was like when they i think aaron maybe called him a leprechaun and was like you're not gonna get the pot that's what it should have been and that was (laughs) he does kind of look like a leprechaun yeah but that was the only comment the entire time where i was like that's what they were looking for and no one did it (laughs) Seriously, I, that day was just totally a wash. It was, it was just really strange. Yeah. Also, I thought the drag queens were like great, like brought good personality. So I'm like, this could have been a good date. Yeah. Why didn't you give us more of them? Yeah. I don't know. It was, 
I'm, I'm over the cattiness. Day. I feel like the last few weeks are going to be really good, though, because I feel like she's, she likes the guys that she has left. Seems like there's a lot of tears to come. I feel like we're going to like hit a, a good run with the season for like to finish it out. So, I mean, fingers crossed. I need to see why Mike P and um, Brendan are still there. That's I know. The only, it's shocking. They're the only question mark where I'm like, I, what is like Mike P also there's, nice enough guy. What? There's no way work. they end up together. Yeah. yeah no way. So I'm like, why are you dragging this poor man through this? And then Brendan, when she picked Brendan, I was like, who? I know. Who? I know. Shocking that he's still there. I guess she just couldn't get rid of all of them at once. They probably are like inoffensive. So she's like, yeah, sure. They could stay versus yeah, the other just, ones who are troublemakers. Would, oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because I was like, you, I would think you would pick someone that we actually know of. Like you at one point trusted Aaron. Like Aaron over Brendan would make more sense to me. But yet Aaron stirred stuff up. So maybe she's just like, let me get rid of anyone that's talking about anyone else than themselves. Yeah. I think, I think that is it. I think also like she wants them to focus on her, which makes sense. Like she's looking for her husband. She needs them to be focused as well. I don't know, but I, I think it's going to be a good end of this end of the season. Cause I feel like she does really like these guys. And I feel like she, it's going to be hard for her to decide. Cause it seems like there's a couple that are, you know, there's three that are clearly really great that she's into Andrew Blake and Greg. Well, I don't know if they're all great, but <laughs> she's really into them. Oh, and Michael. Right. Yeah. Forgot about him. That's a solid four right there. Plus Justin. That's a great, yeah, a great I was five. Say, plus like you think just like, it seemed like she was like, wow, this date really changed everything for me. So I do feel like Justin has creeped up in there. Yeah. And, um, it's, it seems like that's like a good final group actually, which was similar to Tasha season. So that's why I think it's going to like be a good, a good stretch run as they say. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people dropped off watching like a lot of my friends I've dropped off and are just like, oh, I want to go watch Bachelors in Paradise. And I think like that coming up, honestly, is like in the back of everyone's mind yeah. just because it's such a good show. I know. It's like way more fun, too. Yeah. But um, I think the last two weeks, like two weeks ago, was an awesome show. I feel like moving forward, we all know who the guys are now. I know their names. There's connections there. I think it's going to get good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll be here for it. Um, I'll be back on Monday and we'll be back next Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Isaiah Blakely for producing this and have a great weekend. Adios. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.